When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ram fans, this is Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at L.A. Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host, Tom, on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. Episode 275 of Rams Up. What do we have for you this episode? We have our loop around the league and our updated power rankings. Hopefully you caught yesterday's roundtable with Ian and Paul. Really good stuff. A couple of transactions for the Rams. The first one, they... Added Jordan John McVay to the Rams family. Yeah, that's right. Sean McVay's wife, Veronica, finally delivered the baby. And Jordan John McVay is a Ram, as announced on the Rams Twitter feed. That was pretty cool. Keeping Sean's promise that it would not happen on game day. And one other transaction. The Rams had already cut Brett Maurer. We all knew that. And they have now signed kicker Luke Havrasek off the Browns practice squad. We mentioned it briefly during the roundtable. Actually, I think that news broke while we were recording the roundtable. Havrasek out of Norco High in Riverside kicked for the Wildcats of the University of Arizona. 
known for a big leg, hit a 57-yarder in college and also had a 66-yard field goal at his pro day that went viral to some degree, just has not demonstrated great accuracy, 64.2% in college on his field goals, 73 for 78 on his extra points. But again, the big leg. I'm not sure if that's what the Rams really should have been looking for in a kicker, but that's what they got. Apparently, he spent his rookie year on the Colts practice squad and then on the Browns practice squad this year. Haversick and Matt Gay spent some time together with the Colts, and apparently Gay provided some input to the Rams that pushed them towards signing him off the Browns practice squad. So he's been added to the Rams roster The Rams were apparently trying out a group of other kickers, including Mason Crosby. No news on how that went, but it appears that Haversick will be our kicker this weekend in Dallas. So hopefully that goes well. And I'm not sure if we should be trying 55 yarders. I know this guy has a big leg, but that's what got us into trouble last week, trying and missing these long kicks, giving up great field position to the Steelers. But hey, If he hits them, great. If he misses them, we'll be in trouble. Another note out of the NFC West, Brock Purdy is in concussion protocol. So Sam Darnold could be called into duty for the 49ers as they host the Bengals this week. Hey, let's move on to our loop around the league and the power rankings. A lot of odd results this week, in my opinion. One of them that was not odd was the Thursday night game. Jags 31, Saints 24. I thought it would be close, and man, it was. Came down to the Saints' last possession. Another good result for the Rams. The Saints' wildcard contender takes a loss. Jags win fourth in a row, including those two wins in London. Got to give them credit. Trevor Lawrence hooked up with Christian Kirk, a nice 46-yard catch and run. And then Foyasade Oluwokan had a pick six to put the Jags up 24-9, midway through the third quarter, but the Saints come back and had four plays from the Jags' six to tie it up at the end, couldn't get it in. Jags are 5-2. and two. Saints started out 2-0, and oh, but they have lost four of their last five. They now stand at 3-4. and four. Patriots 29, Bills 25. Yeah, now I'm getting into those surprising results. The Bills actually came back, converted a fourth and two, Scored to take their first lead of the game. Got the two-point conversion to go up 25-22. Yes, their first lead of the game. And then the Patriots of all teams drive down the field and score with 12 seconds left. Hand the 4-2 and two Bills. Well, now the 4-3 and three Bills, surprising loss. And the Patriots get back in the win column for the first time in, what, a month, I think. Improved to 2-5. and five. Ravens 38, Lions 6. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens jump all over the Lions. 28 to nothing at halftime. Saw Jared Goff getting a little frustrated. Lions did not have David Montgomery. This is just one of those games where a good team coming off a big win, the Lions over the Bucs, and they just didn't have their A game. It happens to good teams, but Lions definitely going to get dinged in my power rankings. That's for sure. Ravens looked really good, both on offense and defense. Falcons 16, Bucks 13. Desmond Ritter versus Baker Mayfield. Ritter just six incompletions on the day, so he's pretty efficient. 
but he did have two fumbles at the opponent's one-yard line. Not good. The Falcons, 4-3 and three and currently in first place in the NFC South. How about that? Bears 30, Raiders 12, Tyson Badgent over Brian Hoyer. Yeah, I'm calling out these starting quarterbacks because it's a reflection of where the NFL is right now. Not a lot of reliable quarterback play across the league. Badgent threw for only 162 yards, but that was 21 for 29. So mistake-free football. Deonta Foreman, three TDs, two rushing, one receiving for the Bears. And the Raiders are in trouble, but we already knew that. Browns 39, Colts 38, P.J. Walker versus Gardner Minshew. Kareem Hunt with the game-winning TD with 15 seconds left. Miles Garrett playing out of his mind in this game. Two sacks and two forced fumbles. One of those fumbles was a scoop and score for a teammate. Really good game, and the Browns pulled out. Gave up 38 points, though. That's odd for this defense. Didn't see that coming. Giants 14, Commander 7. Sam Howell versus Tyrod Taylor. Now, I've been a big booster of Sam Howell. This was not his best effort, though. If you like punting, this was your game. There was lots of it. The commander's last possession had a chance to tie it up. 17 plays, four from inside the Giants, 12, could not score. The Seahawks, 20, the Cardinals, 10. Geno Smith versus Joshua Dobbs. The Seahawks, two rookie receivers, Jake Bobo out of UCLA and Jackson Smith Nijigba, both had TDs. Cardinals offense didn't show up in this one. Broncos 19, Packers 17, and and Packers fans probably starting to cool on Jordan Love. The Broncos' P.J. Locke intercepted him in the end zone to preserve the win. This is a game the Packers needed to win if they want to stay relevant. They are really sliding towards mediocrity. It's a big hit for Green Bay. Chiefs 31, Chargers 17. Mahomes threw for 424 yards, including 179 to Travis Kelsey, who apparently isn't getting distracted as much as a lot of other people about his current dating situation. The Chiefs totally in charge of the AFC West at this point. Eagles 31, Dolphins 17. Well, it wasn't as close as we hoped, but it was certainly still entertaining. The Eagles limited the Tua to Hill connection somewhat. 11 catches, but just 88 yards. The Eagles were up seven and then chewed up over six minutes of the fourth quarter on their way to a 14-point lead. Dolphins ensuing possession, turned it over on downs, and that was that. Vikings 22, 49ers 17. They really did a number on the 49ers on both sides of the ball. The big blow was a 60-yard pass from Kirk Cousins to Jordan Addison. Addison tearing the ball away from Ward of the 49ers. That put the Vikings up 16-7 after the missed extra point. What a big play that was. And how about Brandon Powell? Looked really quick out there. Four catches for 64 yards. I'm glad he's getting his chance there, basically because Justin Jefferson is out. He wouldn't have gotten on the field with the Rams, as it turned out. So glad to see him doing well. Always loved Brandon Powell. And Kirk Cousins, you know, I've never really been impressed with him. I think he's one of those guys that just gets it done, is adequate. In this game, he was on, under pressure a lot, standing in the pocket under a lot of heat. 
35 for 45 for 378 yards and two TDs, one interception. You know, it might be better in the long run if the Vikings had lost. They're sneaking back into playoff contention slowly. Hey, a lot of these teams are still going to possibly make a run. It's all about November, December. But I just couldn't root for the 49ers. I really enjoyed watching them lose this one. Two weeks ago, they were on top of the world after pounding the Cowboys. Two straight losses. Some chinks in their armor. A lot of guys getting dinged up. No Depot Samuel on this one. CMC getting a lot of touches still. 15 runs, 3 catches, 2 touchdowns. Man, if these stars don't stay healthy... 49ers are going to be in trouble. And if San Francisco cannot secure home field advantage, if they can't secure the number one seed, they're going to be in trouble come playoff time. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What else do we have for you this week? Well, we have our week eight power rankings. I have no new entries into the top 10. Same 10 teams order mixed up here a little bit. And I have no new teams to add to my sayonara. Thanks for participating. See you next year list. I had the Vikings on the watch list, but they pulled out a win. And the Patriots, I should have had them on that list as well, but they also pulled out a win. So I still have those same five teams whose seasons are essentially over Panthers, Bears, Broncos, Cardinals, and Giants. Could one of them prove me wrong? I suppose, but I'm not betting on it. So let's get to the top 10. Do I have any teams in the green room outside looking in? Just two, the Seahawks and the Jets. And some of you are probably going to say, what about the Steelers? What about the Falcons? No, I'm not buying it. They do not belong in the top 10. Both seriously flawed teams. I don't know how the Steelers do it. Sometimes their opponents just help them out too much, I suppose. But who is my number 10 team dropping from number 7 to number 10 on their bye week, no less? Sorry, that's just the way I see it. The Dallas Cowboys, they're 4-2, and and they will host our Los Angeles Rams. Number 9, same as last week, the Cleveland Browns, 4-2. and Getting it done with P.J. Walker. Barely, though. That defense gave up some points against the Colts. They traveled to Seattle, so we can pull for Cleveland to uh, win another one. My number eight team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, 5-2. and two. They move up from number 10. They traveled to Pittsburgh. That should be a fun game. 
and my number seven team dropping just one spot due to that loss at New England. The Buffalo Bills, they dropped a four and three. They are so much better than that, or or are they? (laughs) Maybe they aren't, but they dropped just one spot. I try not to overreact to single losses, but all depends on the nature of the losses and the wins, of course. Speaking of nature of losses, dropping from three all the way to number six, the Detroit Lions, they're five and two. They got hammered by the Ravens. Really poor performance. Can give them half a pass for that. So I just dropped them three spots. And just above them, the team that hammered them, the Baltimore Ravens, five and two as well. They move up three spots from number eight and they travel to Arizona. My number four team, the Miami Dolphins, they had a short stay as my number one team falling to the Philadelphia Eagles. They host the New England Patriots this week. And my number three team, losers of three straight, the 49ers dropped to five and two. They were my number two team. They host the Bengals, try to get right against Cincinnati, but that's going to be a tough out. 49ers, very fortunate they're getting them at home. Just seems like yesterday, everybody was expecting the 49ers to go 17-0 and march through the playoffs and win their first Super Bowl in what seems like 100 years. Starting to wonder if that's going to happen, and I'm okay with that. My number two team, slowly climbing the pecking order here, the Kansas City Chiefs, 6-1. They moved up three spots. They travel to Denver. They took care of the Chargers. and. Slowly getting their act together, I think. By the end of the year, you know, they're going to be a top three team and a favorite to get to the Super Bowl. Pretty tough road in the AFC, though. And my number one team, the Philadelphia Eagles, 6-1. and one. They, they bounce back from that loss to the Jets and take care of the Dolphins, one of the best teams in the league. So they're 6-1, and one, number one, ranked fourth last week. So again, my top 10, Eagles, Chiefs, 49ers. Dolphins, Ravens, Lions, Bills, Jags, Browns, and Cowboys. Four NFC teams, six AFC teams. We'll do this again next week. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there.